0: the art of relationships radio show is copyrighted no one is to use any part of the show without express written consent from myself greg tozinski or the art of relationships thank you welcome
1: to the art of relationships radio show this show is for you and to help listeners become more fulfilled healthier and happier in your relationships and lives Licensed Relationship and Sex Counselor, Greg Dazinski, The Art of Relationships radio show will cover crucial elements in rebuilding emotional and physical intimacy, plus help in reigniting the passion in your romantic relationships. He also welcomes live calls from listeners in helping with these very challenges. No more tit-for-tat arguments. Greg gets to the root of couples' challenges in a rapid, matter-of-fact format, plus applies compassion and humor. Join in discovering how to improve your romantic relationship and your own life. Listen, laugh, and grow happier. Greg is a licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan. To others, he's simply known as Master G.
0: Hey, welcome, everybody. It is Wednesday night, and it is 9 p.m. here in the D, downtown Detroit, Michigan. And I am your host, Greg Dzinski, licensed professional counselor, relationship and sex specialist. Oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> and this is the art of relationships radio show. Welcome. It is, oh my God, the start of spring and it is still cold as hell here in Michigan. (laughs) It is, what is it? March 23rd today. So welcome everybody. If this is your first time listening to the show, I welcome you. You can always give me a call live 313-614- 9498. With any questions, comments, you know, concerns you have with relationship, marriage, sexual dynamics, also grief and loss issues. Anything I can do to help you out, the show Art of Relationships is all about and for you. I shouldn't say maybe about you, but uh, Personally, but it is hopefully touching on areas that will help you out as an individual and also grow happier, more connected emotionally and physically than you ever thought possible in your relationships and also maybe friendships, family dynamics as well. Welcome, everybody. Again, phone number, give me a call 313 614. Nine four nine eight. And people out there, please don't be shy, okay? Um, you will be anonymous if you're, you know, listening to the Spreaker app or Spreaker.com. You can join me and others on the live chat as well. You can go to Spreaker website, search for me, Greg Doszynski, or the Art of Relationships. Or um, on the app, same thing, narrative relationships or my name. And you'll be able to see it, and there'll be a chat button, like a balloon, chat insignia, if you're used to that. Push that, and you will enter on the live chat. And I'd love to hear your comments, your insights, everything you want me to cover. Like I said, the show is definitely for you and about maybe your world around us. Many prayers, many, you know, deep thoughts go out to Brussels right now and the family members that are injured and have lost loved ones out there. Um, Oh, boy, what a bunch of monsters. Anyways, um, they're all over the world. I mean, we got crooks everywhere, but I'm not getting into that situation. But... Uh, A huge, you know, warm regards to Brussels and the family members and loved ones uh, there and around the world that have lost uh, loved ones in any tragedy, okay? We are going to get into the state of marriage. Ooh, is there such a thing? How many people out there, you know, listening want to, you know, do you have the fantasy world, the Cinderella story for you ladies out there? Let's face it, maybe Prince Charming, be the hero, and, you know, guys out there, too, that, you know, want to get married, can't wait to get married, they want a family. That's all the world's about, and then you get married, and the shit hits the fan, right? You're like, oh my God, what the hell did I get into? No, not enough. I promote, as everybody knows, I promote happy, lifelong relationships and to be happy, more connected, more understanding where you're able to, you know, you get one another. You're able to pick up and read each other and learn to get more underneath the surface stuff. You know, you're gonna have a better understanding. You know, what's going on when you're, you know, your wife or your husband, if they're mad, you know, is it, you know, are they hurt? Are they looking at dynamics that go on? And is it the hurt underneath the anger? Or they feel disrespected, they feel um, you know, not love, not desire. And it comes out in anger, or whatever, or maybe more distant. And to get you connected to learn from each other and look at what's going on instead of getting defensive, getting on guard, and then you start going tit for tat, and you bully. then the shit hits the fan even more, right? Um, There's a, a video, <laughs> it sort of cracked me up, and it's a lot of truth how individuals feel and what they're thinking when they get into an argument, and there was a trust issue. You can go to my Facebook under Greg Dzinski, D U D Z I N S K I. There's a video I shared from uh, Damaris from Sharon, Philadelphia out there, that um, it's cool how they did a, you know. Dramatization and scripted element, and how couples, you know, do you argue with honesty <laughs> and get at the situation? It's sort of funny in a way, but then you step back, maybe from my point of view, and I look at it, you know what? You know what? They're being honest, and it's cool if couples could get on that. But a lot of couples I deal with, they go for the jugular, and it's the, you know, they try to throw everything at each other, to hurt each other, to maim each other, instead of being honest and everything. So, going back to, you know, the state of marriage, what I mean by this is the state of America in the world today, maybe, you know, more specifically, the state of marriage in America, and what does that mean to you? Are you still for marriage? Are you against marriage? Are you, you know, how do you view marriage? I did a a show a while back about, you know, what your view was on love, relationship, and sex, what the definitions, what the meanings behind all those elements meant for you in a relationship. But not only that, I want to get at the state of marriage in today's society in America. You know, what is that? Do you look at the, you know, the status quo. Do you get married because everybody else is doing it? Or do you look at, you know, how is marriage different now than maybe 20 years ago, 30 years ago, and, or maybe 40, 50 years ago? You know, there's a lot of things that have changed. Dynamic, more equal rights, which is terrific. More women in the workplace. Fantastic, right? You look at, you know, does that upset the marriage? But it also, if you're in a bad marriage doesn't mean you're more apt to get out of it? Or do you think individuals go into a marriage thinking, you know what, if I don't like it, I'm going to hurry up and get the hell out of it. And I run into you know this situation weekly, maybe even, I wouldn't say daily, but weekly in my uh, private practice here in Detroit, looking at the elements that get into it. you know, Do people want to just stop? Do they want to, you know, break it up? Do you know what? This ain't working for me. Peace out. And how many people are working, you know, working at the dynamics and looking at, you know, what's it take for one thing um, to make a marriage work? And not only it is work at times, but not only make it work, but to be happy with it. You know, you don't, people don't want to work constantly In a relationship or marriage, I get that, right? Nobody wants to do that. It is work from time to time, but what my role is and what I try to promote, and you know, the book, my book sees that total connection, uh, my blog, Facebook posts, all this stuff is to promote, to make relationships and marriages maybe less stressful, more connected emotionally and physically, like I mentioned at the beginning. And also, to make it easier, where you understand each other instead of turning everything into the tit-for-tat status. Going on, you know, is it the, you know, everyone talks about the disposable society of America, right? Fast food, wrappers, paper plates, everything, right? You know, TV, you just throw one out. Don't nobody get fixes anything, and you throw them out, does that have a factor in today's society in relationships that they're just disposable, and do we treat people, marriages, relationships, that they're just disposable, and if it's we're done, we're used, we're bored, we're going to go ahead and throw them out, is it that, you know, is it that simple, um, there's a lot of dynamics you know people look at it from a couple different perspectives they look at it from the psychological view they look at it from if you're religious right they're looking at it from a religious standpoint and they look at not only from a religious standpoint you know psychological religious standpoint what about a societal standpoint as far as expectations and what Marriage means in America now, right? And I mentioned this a long time ago with show. Religion did not come in the marriage until rather recently. Um, you know, people hooked up, maybe had sex, they were married. That was it, right? Or maybe you know, we talked about dowries and all that from ancient times. You know, the family would give whatever the groom money to marry their daughter, type of thing, but that was when they were marriage. Religion didn't come into it until later on. You know, it's been around for a long time in the religious aspects, yeah. However, it's been, historically speaking, it's been relatively recent where the entities of that are, you know, marriage is a legal aspect, and religion jumped on board and all this stuff with the guilt, the shame, the threats, um, elements into it. And you know, you look at your expectations and the state of marriage and why do most marriages break up and where do, you know, elements and do you, are you stubborn? Are you too stubborn and look at yourself and all of a sudden you say, peace out. Do we become too selfish and we're not willing to work on relationships or marriage anymore that we're rather... You know, we're going to peace out. And I'm not talking, you know, and the other flip side of that, you know, we look at are the entities where people, and I get this so freaking often, and it's sad because you have the opposite a- aspect where maybe a marriage could be saved or a relationship could be saved where two couples are able to step back away from themselves and look at, you know, What am I doing to cause the issues in our relationship or marriage? And what are we doing to, you know, resolve it? Or are we just picking each other apart? Then we have the other aspects to where you're wondering why they're together. As a professional, um, even personally, I look at the elements, you know, in domestic violence situation to where, you know, why are people, and they're men and women, domestic violence situations, not just women, where they're getting verbally abused, emotionally abused, even physically abused as well. And you're wondering, man, they don't want to stop. They just want to keep at it. They want to work at the relationship, work at it. Now, it's like, man, <laughs> you know, you have the opposite spectrum where you have two good people, they could have a great marriage if they decide to work at it and work at it. And you go through the elements and you look at, you know, they, they don't try as hard, you know, it's being stubborn. They don't look at themselves. They're not looking in the mirror or whatever. And else in the state of marriage is like disposable or relationship and it's like peace out. Right, you don't want to hear each other. You're not looking at each other's maybe points of view. You're not looking at the feelings underneath the anger, the distance, everything that's going on. And all of a sudden, that marriage—okay, it's not working. You know what? It shouldn't be this much work. And they peace out. You know what? Stay. I want to know what your take is on the state of marriage and what your view on that. Situation, you know, what your take is on the state of marriages and what you, you know, do you think they should be disposable? Do you look at your friends, family members? Do they try hard enough? And this is very subjective as well because let's face it, you are not in that household 24 7. Well, most people aren't. you know, you're not in a household 24-7. You're going to hear, you know, one perspective, not only whatever. You know, I, I get oh my couples all the time where, you know, what they hear, I can't believe he t- talked to his friends and would, uh, told his mom that I'm this, I'm that, and whatever, you know. I'm a bad person, that she's, you know, horrible, that she's always nagging, criticizing, or he's always at the bar and everything else, and <clears throat> excuse me. And you look at the dynamics where you know they rip each other apart, not only to themselves but other people. And you know you look at it: do the state of marriages 20, 30 years ago? Did they do that, or did they have more respect for each other for the marriage aspects? You know, did they have more respect for one another? Do you think um, than couples do in marriages today? And the big kicker, you know, everyone's touches on their social media, cell phones, all this stuff is to blame. However, you know, those are tools that can enhance our lives big time. However, are you using that? Does it instill boredom? Do you think, you know, the main aspect nowadays is with social media and everything else that there's more elements to distract us from what is really important in a marriage in a relationship to make us happy, the connection, the communication, not just text aspects, and you're looking at, okay, we get bored, so are we looking at the elements that we're just, you know, everything's disposable, and it's easy. You know what, if I'm bored, I'm just going to hook up on Tinder. I'm going to hook up somebody else, and you know what, bored. Now some we keep going From one person to another or whatever. Maybe we just in a hookup society that you don't want to have any type of commitment. And as part of the disposability of marriage and relationships, is it based on maybe is there a selfishness in society in America nowadays? Okay. Oh, I want to welcome Princess Fu. Welcome on the Live chat okay. You can join us on the live chat if you're using Spreaker's app or Spreaker.com okay. And give me a call 313 614 9498. Princess Fu, you mentioned on the live chat, <clears throat> no, I do not believe marriage is disposable. I don't either, Princess Fu, and I you know, I promote. You know, people trying to work, trying to, you know, try everything 100% to make relationships work and, you know, trying to stick through things to get to a happier connection. The only way maybe I don't promote that is when there's domestic violence situation. And I'm not talking, I, I don't condone it, but I'm not talking about an isolated incident either, um, I'm talking, you know, a chronic and it gets bad where your life is threatened or you are so dehumanized, so demoralized and criticized like you're like, you know, what's going on and why are you with this person? I had a new client, a uh, young lady yesterday or last night actually that, you know, was in a situation very similar to that. And you look at the elements, you know, why are people so willing to bust their tail at a very unhealthy situation, a very toxic situation to where people in, that are good people and they have chemistry whatever, but, you know, little fights, little tips now and then, all of a sudden, this ain't working for me, peace out. I want a divorce or they're cheating or finding somebody else um, outside the marriage like a Band-Aid. And you're like, damn, what the hell's going on? why is this so um, elementary, if you will, that people go ahead and try to do this or manifest this mindset? And it's dynamic, and it's got, you know, psychologists, you know, professionals like myself um, looking at, you know, what is going on in society? And I'm for people not living as martyrs, being in unhealthy situations by any means, Um, but to try to work through those elements and to work and to be there for each other. And is it, you know, the media, is it because everything's so fast-paced nowadays that you look at the elements that, you know I it's moving so fast, I don't want to pay attention to our marriage. So, yeah, you know what, if something is so easily... Distract me from this, especially we, we when we have an argument or we have a disconnect instead of looking at it, we further that disconnect, you know, like a you know I mentioned is it that the lack of respect for each other the common courtesy that we have for our loved ones, our partners, you know boyfriends, girlfriends, you know relationship, or even if we 're living together, you look at the the elements to um do you actually look at, you know, what are you doing to make your partner feel loved, to feel respected and to feel desired in those elements, or are you just looking? It's all about you. Uh Princess Fu, yeah, everyone wants instant gratification. You know what, Fu? I you know what? I agree with you. Do I want instant gratification? Yes but (laughs) we all want instant gratification. We all have a little kid in us uh, when it comes to marriage relationships, right? We all want it, but there's a big but in there. We all want it, but a lot of people need to realize that that's not possible. We need to work and we need to make it. What can we do to evolve and make it better? Or, you know, it's like the bubblegum Society out there. Do they even have bubble gum out there anymore? I don't even know. But the bubble gum uh, society out there, I like to call it where, you know, that piece of gum gets stale. You spit it out right away and you get a new piece. Uh, nice choice of words, Greg. A new piece. Ew. You look at, um, you know, is it that everybody has ADHD and they're always looking for the next best thing? Is it because of the fantasy realm that I mentioned at the beginning of the show, the Cinderella, uh, Prince Charming attributes that you know we're supposed to have this element and that uh, relationship is not about dedication. It's not about growing to love each other. It's about you know maybe you touched on a Princess Fu that yeah I know you want a piece. I want a piece too, Fu. Um, often. <laughs> Oops. You you look at you know is it that the state of marriage is 20, 30 years ago that they have more respect and they work through issues more because they realized it or was it more fear of getting divorced splitting up because uh, society's view way back when um, on divorce and it's sort of ironic when I was in you know high school like two years ago no <laughs> I, <laughs> I wish. Um, you know, there was not a lot of people, a lot of friends, a lot of, you know, there were some, but not a lot of people that were, had parents that were divorced. Now, and they stayed together with, I know, parents, you know, fathers, whatever, they were alcoholics, they were abusive to them, to their wives, Um, you know, they, they were you know, dicks. Plus there was a lot of, you know, good people too. The work ethic was a lot stronger back then too, but it's like, you know, did women feel trapped and did they feel like it was, you know what, they took it, you know, for better or worse that, you know what, I married him or married her and no matter if she treats me like crap, I got to stick it out. Now, would you say that people are smarter nowadays not to stay in those situations. I agree. And it's very, very interesting aspects. And I look at you know what it takes for people to stay in love. And I'm not talking the fantasy realm, you know, it's a an ebb and flow situation. It's a oh I say a wave. I don't want a tidal wave. I want you know little ripple effects in a relationship with ups and downs, not the tidal wave or the waterfall. <laughs> where people, you know, sort of crash at the bottom, that you learn to, you know, talk to one another, and you look at the mutual respect, how you talk to each other, and was it twenty, thirty years ago that people just shut up and dealt with it? Um, it it's interesting, you know, we have, you know, from a, you look at from an anthropological standpoint, psychological, like I said, religious, societal aspect, and what is your value on you know marriage and the state of marriage, and do you go into it now a days, or do you look at the element that people go into the state of marriage now in America, looking at that, you know what, if it doesn't work, I'm not happy, I'll just get divorced. Excuse me. And, um, you know, mention... That, you know, if you want to stay in love, you have to talk and work at it all the time. I agree, Fu, that, you know, you have to do things to jazz it up, to spice it up, and to be honest and be vulnerable. And I talk about that, oh, my God, uh, probably endlessly uh, on almost every radio show to, you know, you hit on the vulnerability. And you want to look from each other and look at what are you doing to make the relationship work. And it's hard. Like I said, when you're battling, you have one that's a control freak or one that's super, you know, hypersensitive as far as, you know, super anxious, super jealous about everything. And, you know, those elements drift each other apart. But do you look at that? Oh, I agree. Um, you know, I think a lot of people want the wedding. They want the glitz and glamour. And they want the media hype that we see out there. With eh, I'm not even you know, Kardashians. Got a I don't know them, so I shouldn't say I hate them. But I hate what they represent. And do you look at the elements that you know? Is it just about the wedding? Is it about the attention, the glitz and glamour? And do you think that everybody, because of social media, do you think that, you know, the state of marriage is, is sort of maybe poor because everybody's, they're attention whores. <laughs> you know, they want attention, and maybe you're getting more attention from other buddy else because uh, social media aspect, that it's easier, it's accessible instead of blocking those and concentrating on your marriage and situation. And it's, like I said, it's not a gender isolated situation. It's both genders doing this: men trying to seek, you know, whatever uh, other women, g- uh, guys looking for, you know, or women looking for other guys, guys looking for other women, and not to. You know, I'm not being biased, and I mentioned this on a, you know, often too. It's you know, lesbian. Uh, gay relationships too. It's not just heterosexual that, you know, is it because you don't want to work so hard at it and look at the elements and look at yourself that you're looking at the state of marriage or relationship. You know what? It's not a big deal. So if I'm not happy, I'm going to get peace out. And I get Princess Fu. You mentioned that big time. And I did a show, I think I did uh, couple months ago on, you know, a wedding versus a marriage. And, you know, looking at it, are you just looking at the, you know, the theme of a wedding and what's it represent? It's all about you, the bride, the groom, uh, what it represents, uh, all the party, the people paying attention to you, making a fuss over you because you're getting married. But after that is done and over with, it's almost like a a state of shock and you're like, oh my God, what do we do now? And it, it's sad. You look at the the elements involved in that is that do people have a real expectation to a marriage or relationship? Or do you think the term marriage scares the crap out of a lot of people and you know the old adage when they talk to maybe their parents are being, you know, they're divorced and they have friends, parents, you know, divorce and all this aspect and the media hype and all this surrounding divorce, do they look at it that it's okay to get divorced? Do they look at it that, you know what, I'm going to, you know what, this ain't working, peace out, and I'm not going to work at the aspect. And it's very difficult when one person in the state of a marriage, they're looking at one person busts their ass and working at it, trying to work at the relationship. But you have one partner, your other partner, that doesn't want to do anything, or they're looking at, they're not taking responsibility for their role in it. So they're, that causes uh, degradation of the marriage and a breakdown even further. And then they say, peace out. You know, are you supposed to keep working your butt off in a re- marriage, in a relationship, when your partner isn't willing to do the same? Ooh, ouch. And I have some theories and stuff I'm going to share with you on that, in the state of a marriage, and what actually constitutes work. And like anything else, the old saying is, I want people to work smarter, not harder, and getting at the elements of, you know, having, you know, Do we change the view on the state of marriage or do we go ahead and look at the elements that our marriages, do you think they're going to be around in 10, 20, 50 years or are people just going to live together? And I also want to get the state of a marriage and how they change from when people enter them. Maybe they go into it with this mindset. I'm going to get into that in a bit. When they enter a marriage, and maybe when they go on divorce and how that mindset changes and maybe a script is flipped. Welcome, Drake. Drake's in the house. <laughs> Welcome. Okay, Dr. Feelgood, I'm here. Welcome, Drake. Nice seeing you. It's more acceptable now because the money in it are changing one outlook. You know what, Drake? I want to hear your insight. Well, maybe see your insights on the live chat. And Like I mentioned, individuals on live chat Drake and Princess Fu uh, gave me permission long time ago to use her name or, again, out of respect and confidentiality aspects, um, I wouldn't be mentioning her name. So don't be scared that your name's going to be thrown out there or anything. No, I respect your privacy. So join us on the live chat with the Spreaker app or at Spreaker.com. And after the break, make sure, I want to hear some people give me a call. I think a lot of people... Maybe they have kids around. Maybe they're worried about if they call their boyfriend, girlfriend, spouse, will hear them. Uh, if they got a complaint or trying to help them in a relationship, or maybe they're just shy. But give me a call, 313-614-9498. And... I am going to take uh, the first break of the evening. I'm going to be back. Uh, this is the Art of Relationships radio show, and I'll be back in a few. Thanks, people.
2: You're listening to the Art of Relationships radio show on the podcast Detroit Network. She's sitting on the dirt-ridden floor, in her form unaware. and with one look, I swear she kills me. She's loud as hell, an embarrassment. One crazy bitch, but she's, she's lovely, one. and she's addictive. My nicotine, the one from my dreams in the morning, and she's vindictive. She makes me wish that girls like this came with warnings. Yes. And we drive. Each-
3: by the rhythm, drums and bass From the bottom I carry everything I face I've been blessed, I've been granted, from that I take Moving on, maybe muffles up my mistakes With age, lost wisdom of the time it takes Seeing life as a chance or a time to waste Got the urge to try to change what I can't Feel I lose, turn to faith Think I win, then that's fate, my surroundings what I create make my concerns what I can change Humble myself to whatever outside my lane As I see my life like it's a game It's a lot that I can and I can't explain Forgive my mind and my heart if I push you away Never mind your tip to ever be that way Along the way, if you feel I've left on my path as I seek success, I wish you the best. If you feeling it's a lot that I'm forgetting and I'm different or I'm still myself, I wish you the best. Along the way, if you feel I've left on my path as I seek success, I wish you the best. If you feeling it's a lot that I'm forgetting and I'm different or I'm still myself. Listen, listen, listen. Time travel through the music, reminisce on what I did in ways I used to do it. Hip-hop is my influence, good and bad, both ran congruent Taking on the world and was never was proven Cause I knew everything and everything was stupid What about me and anything I'm doing? I gather peers and they fed into it So I knew rappers and people who work And more producers than those in the church Not what I promote, but imagine the scope Where every day you converse about rhymes you wrote And beats to pick that I go with this No attention in class cause my focus is To use rap as a platform to blow up big Me and my friends, that's how we live Along the way, if you feel I've left on my path as I seek success, I wish you the best. If you feeling it's a lot that I'm forgetting and I'm different, or I'm still myself. I wish you the best. Along the way, if you feel I've left on my path as I seek success, I wish you the best. If you feeling it's a lot that I'm forgetting Missy. and I'm different, know I'm still myself. Missy. Reach many goals, maybe set them low I reflect on life with a lot to show Without much had attitude to get my own Humble myself, that's how I took that on So the people of my past, they'll often ask What and how I'm doing ever since the last Tell them that I'm blessed just for what I have Nothing special kind of ruin, that's my path And they thinking I'm religious when I'm close to sinners Don't live my life by rules, Man is written Seeking knowledge for myself and my past decisions Refill and rethinking and what had me in it? Seeing faces, your memories, and emotion. If I seem off putting, no, I'm always open. What was and what is change where I'm going. That's why history is so important. Along the way, if you feel I've left on my path as I seek success, I wish you the best. If you feeling it's a lot that I'm forgetting and I'm different or I'm still myself, I wish you the best. Along the way, if you feel I've left on my path as I seek success, I wish you the best. If you feeling it's a lot that I'm forgetting and I'm different or That's I'm still I'm myself. That's what man. I'm home.
0: Welcome back, everybody. This is the Art of Relationships radio show on the Podcast Detroit Network. That's the Podcast Detroit Network. This is the Art of Relationships radio show, and this is Greg Tosinski. You can check out all my services that I offer uh, for couples, and I do grief and loss as well, issues, challenges. Uh, my website is a r t of Relationships, The Art of So check it out. You can hit me up on Facebook as well. any questions you have. Um, I can help you. I do telephone. Um, sessions as well, where appropriate. And I mentioned where appropriate because there are some things that are definitely not appropriate to handle over the phone. But if you have any questions, you definitely can give me a call, 313-614-9498. And that's the number. You can give me a call live right now at 313 614 9498. And we are talking about the state of marriage in America now and looking at that uh, Drake, before we went on break in live chat mentioned, you know, he's been married over 30 years. And one thing that keeps us together is knowing why we got married. And the one thing is that I look at I mean, I was joking around one reason got married. Was it for sex? Was it for money? And I said, no, just kidding. And you look at the elements that um, do people, you know, what was the reason you got married? And I know a lot of people in my parents' generation, uh, to be honest, you know, you hear a lot of people get married 18, 19. uh, Vietnam War was going strong back then. Excuse me. And you look at You know, a lot of them got married to get out of the house, to avoid the draft, Um, a bunch of different aspects that was going on uh, in that time, and you look at, you know, maybe jobs were they more plentiful back then, Um, I I hear a lot, a lot of us get married to get out of their parents' home, whatever, to be on their own, and the... Dependability, the effort shown in the work ethic going back and forth that stuck them together. Was it, you know, their belief and their concept of marriage? Oh, Drake, you heard that. I said excuse me. Yeah, there was a burp. I excuse you. how rude, how unprofessional, right? Yeah, I did burp. Yeah, it's me, down to earth, I admit it. <laughs> I apologize. Yeah, you had to call me out for it. I thought it was smooth enough to cover it right up, but I guess not. Yeah, I burped, sorry. Um. <laughs> oh, boy. Um. Yeah, we say, "Oh boy," <laughs> and uh, I said, "Excuse me," I had my manners, but yeah, it slipped out. I'm human. Um, you look at the dynamics of state of marriage, you know, versus today. You know, we're talking at the beginning of the show. Was it because of the disposable marriages now? And like Drake, you mentioned, I give you a lot of props. You know, I've been married thirty years, and that's you know that's phenomenal, and it does take work. And do a lot of people, um, like you mentioned, I agree, do they forget why they got married? I think that might be one element, but they, they forget that element, but I think underlying that element, Drake, and I mentioned that, I think you hit that dead on was one thing, but I think a lot of people and a lot of listeners might not understand. They forget the elements of what... Brought that out there. And I'm reading, I'm apologizing. I'm reading Drake's uh comment better to burp and taste it than the fart and <laughs> waste it. <laughs> I know. Oh, I haven't heard that comment in the YR <laughs> remark. Um you look at you know the state of marriages and you look at you know why you got married. Did you get married? you know, was it more to get married back then? Was it to get out of the parents' house? And maybe some people do that now. And like Princess Fu mentioned at the beginning that, you know, do they get married just because of the wedding element? And they're not so concerned about the marriage. They're more concerned about the wedding, the glitz, the glory, the the planning and everything about it, the attention aspect. And, you know, after that, it's like, screw this, this is work. And I think a lot of people have expectations that maybe they go into it now with the expectation, is it, mm, if it's not going to work, if I'm unhappy for a little bit, peace out. I'm going to throw it up, get out of it, you know, peace out. And do I see that? Once in a while, I do see that, to be honest with you. But I see a lot of couples, and I can't speak for all couples by any means. But a lot of couples they that I see, they bust their asses. You know, they want to be happy. They want to be happy in a relationship or marriage. And yes, I do get couples once in a while. One session, one wants it done. There's no ifs ands or buts. They want it done, and they say it right in the first session. And it's like. You know, it. I feel bad, and it's heartbreaking. And even at that, you try to look at. You know what? What would it take for you to stay in the marriage? You know what? That's your decision. I don't. It's not me to decide that you want to stay. But you know what? If you, what would have to happen for you to stay in the marriage to be happy? I don't want you to stay because you should, because you you have to, or whatever. I want you to stay in the relationship or marriage because you want to, because you're in love. You feel great. I'm all about that. Okay. And you look at that, uh, elements that, you know, getting back to that, and what would it take? And, you know, going back, what was the reason you got married? Is it for money? Is it because you actually love each other? And I take couples back to you know what was it like and I know it could be 20 years ago 30 years ago 10 five years ago you know I know it was say a while ago what did you feel when you first got married or first got you know were happy together well I knew you know we weren't I wasn't really happy and I went through with the marriage anyways I get that and that sucks and it's very difficult. And You know, I did it thinking it would get better and it didn't. I knew I wasn't in love, Greg, and whatever. And here I am now. And you're like, oh, man. Ugh. That is very, very difficult because if you were never happy, it's like, why would you? And I get, you know, why would you get married? People go into, like Drake mentioned, that, you know, we talked about expectations. You're expecting something to change, to trigger those feelings that aren't there originally. And that is that's a death trap, man. That's a marital death trap, and are you going into it because, you know, you get situations. I got married because I want to have kids, right? I got married because I want to have kids, and that's why I got married, and that was the main reason, and you're like, what? Um, It's sad. You know, I get married. I get divorced. I get child support, uh, spousal support, and it's sad, and, you know, it's a, business transaction. You know, uh, sometimes on someone in chat mentions, sometimes marriage is to give the other better surrounding You're right. Now, Drake, would you mention, when you mentioned that comment just now, do you want to give someone else, or is it, you know, about saving somebody um, in a marriage, or is it that you're maybe in a situation that you're wanting Better surrounding than maybe your family or whatever, and else, and you get married that way. There's a lot of underlying, undercurrent situations, and I want people to be more confident, more honest. I never want people to go into a marriage, especially a marriage, you know, a relationship living together with false, ooh, personas, right? Go into it, you know, they have ulterior motives why they're in that situation. And it's not because of love, call me a diehard romantic or whatever. Um, but I want people to be in relationships for marriage or for marriage, for, you know, to be that they love each other and all those aspects. And you have a mutual respect element. And, you know, that's why you're in it. And I know, you know, India is, actually, there's a big shift in India. They still have quite a few arranged marriages going on in the country of India, and what they're finding out now that India is turning to, yeah, blaming it on America too, (laughs) maybe Europe, but that they're working, the people of India, they're getting more of an individualistic view, like, let's say, America, maybe Europe aspects, more of an individualistic view. So people are not getting married as young or not, you know, they're trying to break away from their arranged marriages and be more individualistic society. And it's, it's ironic how that, just in the last five years in India, how that is changing dynamics. And do you think that has, you know, that's what happened to America, that there's more of a selfishness or more individual aspect. And if that person, okay, you have two people, you know what? They're going to make me happy, right? We all hear that element, right? I'm going to be happy, happily married. That person's going to make me happy. And all of a sudden, you get into it and your expectation is, when you have individualistic goals and expectations, and all of a sudden, those start to contradict the marriage, they contradict the relationship. Where you look at more things are more important than the relationship, the the marriage, and you look at oh, when we get married, I'm still going to go out and party all the time with my friends. I got a couple right now in a situation that is trying to, we'll say, resolve those elements where you know one wants still wants to go out and party all the time and. It doesn't work with the other partner. Um, they want more, I don't know if you want to say traditional role, where you go out once in a while and have a good time, but not three, four times a week element. You're like, why are you, you're like living a life like you're single, why be married? And do you think that the elements, the state of marriage in America nowadays, that, you know, is it that you are people are selfish, right? They still want to live as separate entities, as individuals outside the marriage. And I'm all for, and I promote being your own individual within a marriage. However, you balance it too. Like I mentioned, 100% you give to the relationship, but you also give yourself 100%. And you look at, you want to help each other get your goals and support one another, but You don't want it to sacrifice the relationship or marriage as a whole, or you're going to run in problems, right? Drake just mentioned, yeah, that ring on the finger keep you grounded. Does that keep you grounded as in punishment, Drake, or does it help remind you? And do you need a ring to help you remember that you are married, that your vows? Do you need that? Or can you do it within your heart, your soul, and your mental capacity? Remember that. You know, do you need that ring to do that? It's something to look at. And you look at, um, you know, the respect factor for each other and all those aspects. Um, married at first sight, um, they show has a low percentage of success. You know what, Drake? I. I tell people all the time, in the state of marriage nowadays, and I think more people, it's maybe back then, you know, they dated a year, got married, right? My parents' uh, age, a lot of people, they dated a year, maybe two years max, they got married. And a lot of people back then, there's a lot divorce, yeah, but there's a, still a lot of people that are still married and relatively happy. Um and I tell people nowadays, and it might be because of career aspirations or whatever that a lot of people are waiting, you know, they're dating four or five years, and then get married. I tell people that the elements are, if you are not married within three years, okay, that you look at three years, four years, if you're not married by then. Chances are now. Chances are, I don't believe it's going to last. Now, I'm talking your adult life. Okay, Um, this is just a theory I have. You know, if you want to get married, if you, I'm saying, if you want to live together and you don't care to get married, that's fine. I'm not saying it, but I'm saying, if you know, you get married and it's been four, five, six years, and then you get married. I'm talking your adult life. I'm not talking when you're a teenager and you count those. No, I'm talking, we'll say, post-21 years old, okay? And there's usually a reason why you don't get married. It's, you know, I hear money. I hear this and that, whatever. But it's ironic. I think there's more of an emotional reason why you don't get married, Um. Therefore, and that leaves a situation that there's a reason, underlying reason that you are not getting married because one is apprehensive. One is, you know, maybe not that happy, or maybe they're afraid it's going to even get worse. So they delay the marriage. And I find that couples who wait longer than three years to get married, you know, primarily four and longer, Chances are it's not going to last. It's going to end up in divorce. Now, does that mean for everybody? No, not at all. But I, the percentages are greater. Um, going back on what, you know, Drake said, you know, those, you know, married at first sight are shown that, you know, the marriages don't last. I agree to a point with that. And you look at, um, you know, people that, I, I, I know people, they've been three months, four months, three weeks, been married after that. You know, three weeks. Not because they're pregnant. Not because they're pregnant at all. After three months, four months, and they've been married twenty-seven years, twenty-eight years, and they're relative. They're happy. Raised kids. They're relatively. You know, they run through rough spots like any relationship would. But they, as a whole, they're relatively. Happy now again. Is this a generational aspect, or you know, I'm not you know, you look at someone love at first sight and then you get married and then you find out they're a freaking axe murderer. Um, yeah, Drake, I, I agree. Love at first sight, you have to look at the underlying, you know, what's going on, you know, emotionally, spend some time together, whatever. But you know, is it that the concept of marriage is totally different? Do you look at the concept of marriage and the state of marriage doesn't go back to it's supposed to be easy that a lot of people nowadays, they don't have the work ethic. They don't have maybe the attention span or you know, are there other elements about what a marriage means and how do you work at it? Or are you looking at it, you know what? It's just all about me and what I get out of it and screw the other person. And if I don't get my needs met, screw that, I'm out, peace out, and I'm all about couples, you know, working at getting each of our needs met, but it doesn't happen, uh, unfortunately, we're maybe part of it, the foundations is going back to the selfishness, Princess Fu, you make, uh, I agree, TV makes marriage look like a joke, and I, you know, I agree with that big time, and you look at, there's a lot of, you know, so-called reality shows, Housewives, you know, those shows, a lot of people don't realize those are scripted. A lot of elements in those shows are scripted. Even um, Hardcore Pawn filmed in Detroit, a lot of that is scripted. And people don't realize that. And the elements of that, and they make jokes of, look at um, all the stars about, you know, They divorce and they marriage, whatever. I agree. Or even look at Princess Fu and Drake. If you remember, uh, oh my God, now he's on modern, uh, modern family, Al Bundy, right? (laughs) Um, love and marriage or whatever. That was the name of the song. I can't even think of the name of the show now. Um, El Bundy and the Bundys and stuff, oh, Christina, Applegate. ooh, baby, baby, and I'm not yeah, she's hot anyways, um you look at you know the marriage, you know, El Bundy was miserable, the grouchy old husband, whatever, and you look at it, you know, is that how marriage is supposed to be <laughs> uh it, it you got it right, you know, you look at the aspect um. Those element, okay. Uh, you know, TV makes it easy to walk away. It trains us to accept that it's normal. And you know what, I Drake, I I agree with that. And I think we're we need to come up with more of an aspect about the. Elements of marriage that it isn't so disposable that you're able to work at it and to be able to be happy. One, I remember. Oh my God, I can't remember how old I was. I was so young that it was someone I dated for a little bit, and there I can't remember if it was the aunt, uh, older sister, brother They were married, whatever, and they they mentioned that they made this compact to each other, right? They made this contract, uh, this pact, if you will, to one another that, you know what? We're going to stay married no matter what. We might as well be happy instead of being miserable. And I love that. I remember, I think I was, oh my God, 18 at the time, maybe 19? 18, 19, we'll give or take in that time frame. And I remember they said that. And that, you know what? I'm like, that is so cool. And I mean, eighteen, nineteen, you don't know shit. <laughs> you know, you think you do, and you don't know. You don't know diddly. You don't know the concept, the pressure. Maybe at that age, you start paying your own bills and all that aspect. Well, a lot of kids nowadays they don't do that now. But you know, the pressures—paying uh, rent and paying for groceries, going to work every day. um, the school elements, or what do you do when you get in an argument, and you focus on those aspects to get over that, you know, aspects, you know, that you work through those elements, and you look at nowadays the state of marriage, is it because of selfishness, and I think a lot of it is, and my element is getting couples back to, you know, their expectations on the state of marriage and what they both need to feel loved, to feel appreciated. And I think those are desired. You know, those are, you know, the three elements, main elements. There's a lot more, you know, feeling important, but they want to feel loved. And part of feeling loved is, you know, the undercurrents of that are, if you want to say the branches of feeling loved, are being. You know, feeling important, being, you know, valued, being respected, of course. And then you throw in the chemistry aspects of being desired, loved, um, devoured sexually. Oh, yeah. Rip your clothes off. Well, actually, rip my clothes off, right? And those elements you look at to where, um, you know, those elements are important. When people don't start feeling loved or appreciated, I think people they start nowadays. I see more people starting to lean towards social media. They start going back to throwing out their issues to everybody out there to see. Be it Facebook, Instagram, whatever. And I think Drake, you mentioned that we were talking about that uh, during the first break about you know the impact of social media and. People, when it comes down to, I don't care, social media, it's here to stay, I get that, and I use it for business purposes. But when you start, the elements of disrespecting your partner, no matter what they did, that you disrespect your partner and yourself, that you are starting to bash one another on social media, you got serious issues, right? Not only that, that you start Blaming, you know, you start airing out your dirty laundry on, and you think that is okay. And you look at, and I get couples, and I'll ask, why would you do that? I'm in session. I ask, why would you do, and I know why. You know, they're hurt. They want to get revenge. They want maybe playing the victim role, right? Feel sorry for me. Oh, they did this. They did that. So feel sorry for Sorry for me, and I'm the victim role, right? Oh, God. That is a very childish and immature thing to do. Yeah, I said it. It's very childish, very immature to air your dirty laundry and bash each other on social media. That's, like I mentioned the term before, that's a death trap. And I think a lot of that is, with the state of the marriage and all that, that you doing that, will disintegrate the marriage even further in a relationship. And you look at, that's a lack of respect for yourself for one, and also a lack of respect for your partner. Yeah, if you hurt each other, I get that. Even affairs, deep. You need to work on those issues. Don't bring other people in that. And you need to, you know, people want To play the victim role. And I don't know if it's social media. And you look at how many people out there that you know do stuff and they blame everybody else on it. Is it because of social media? And I think that might be human nature. And they just use social media as an outlet to play the victim role, right? Maybe before social media and internet and all that out there, they didn't have that element to go out there and bash anybody else out there, their partner. They might talk to a relative, best friend, they did this, whatever, but it didn't really go any further than that. Now you're throwing it out there for everybody. Oh my God, he did that. He was late. He was out an hour later. She was late an hour late. And all of a sudden you blasted on Facebook and you're like, are you kidding me? Um, you know, and I confront empathically, compassionately, uh, you know, confront The individual do that. And I get, you know, I I get, you know, you were hurt, you're upset, or maybe get, you know, why would you do that? You know, I get all those elements, but I want to help you get more maybe emotionally controlled of yourself and your emotions to not do that because that'll do more damage. Now you have friends that see it, relatives that see it, and it's like everybody's in your business, And it creates a huge cesspool of emotional distrust. And the state of the marriage, you look at there might be a lack of respect for yourself and your partner. And the elements of, I want to say the sanctity of a marriage and a relationship go out the window a lot of times I see. I don't mean sanctity of a marriage in any religious aspects. That isn't what I mean by sanctity. It's almost like the sanctity of life, the importance of it. You know, the importance of a relationship, the importance of a partner that they're supposed to be maybe your best friend, maybe supposed to be, you know, your life partner, if you will. And then you disrespect them, you disrespect the marriage. And I see a lot of elements and issues with couples. I see, um, that this is a big thing, that the state of marriage becomes, their marriage becomes everybody else's business. And that is huge, right? And it's also ironic that the state of marriage and relationship turns into a business transaction, right? It's funny, someone used to love each other, our son, when the hurt and undercurrent, and if there is a divorce, our son, Everything they want everything else, be it the man, woman, you know, I want the house i 'm going to take you for everything you get and it's it 's like their the entitlement deserve and it 's like a freaking a hostile takeover economic business takeover, and it turns into it's um, you know it is that selfishness too, and do you look at it 's a state of marriage that everybody 's so scared and petrified. That they already got one foot out the door, and maybe is that the state of marriage nowadays? I want to flip that script on that, and I I don't want people going into a relationship or a marriage with already, okay, I'm going into it and I got one foot out the door. If, uh, you know, she farts, whatever, I'm out the door, I'm gone, you know, (laughs) or, you know, whatever. You look at the, The elements and an importance of it. What would it take for you to go in 100%, right? And work at it and the element, to be real and to be genuine and with your feelings and emotions and speak more from the heart and the importance of the relationship? How many people do you go into the state of a marriage? realizing that that is important to you. You know what? I'm getting married because this is important to me. And I'm hoping, you know, you married me because it's important to you, not because you feel you have to, not because you feel like, you know what, we're at this age, it's what we're supposed to do. Like I mentioned at the beginning of the show, that it's society's expectation that we're at this age, we're supposed to get married, and it's just what we're supposed to do you're in a rude awakening. Excuse me. Yeah, I agree, you know, Drake, backtracking a little bit that people love gossip. And it's sad when your loved one, uh, you know, throws her secrets out there and they vent their secrets to everybody. And it's very detrimental to the relationship, you know. And You know, then you throw that in. Now, son, that tells me that the importance of the marriage. And I get, you know, when you get hurt and you get devastated and ripped apart, you get angry, you get, you know, crushed, emotionally crushed. And you look at, you know, you talk to somebody. I get that. But when you go out there and throw everything out there like you're playing the victim role, You know what? That's going to do a lot of damage out there. So you need to look at, you know, when you go into, you know, moving in with somebody, or definitely, you know, a marriage or moving in with each other. They're both very, very crucial elements, very, very absolute important elements. And you want someone that's going to feel the same way about that you know, marriage or the relationship as you do for number one. And I think that's a no-brainer, but some people tend to forget, right? And, you know, you look at the elements that in this, what do I want to say? Oh, my God, I had a brain fart. No, I didn't burp again, Drake. Sorry. No. <laughs> you know, you go into it with the element that, you know, are, the marriage is important. You know, the relationship is very, very important to us, and everything else outside of that needs to be second. I think a lot of people, they run into the situation where everybody else, their own appearance, their own maybe attention or need for attention becomes more important than a relationship or emotion, and all of a sudden, you have people out there that, oh my God, they did this, they did that, and they also feel sorry for me because my wife did that. My you know, husband, oh my God, he told me this, told me that, whatever. And all of a sudden, it's everybody's business. And that puts, like I said, a huge disrespect factor on the importance of the relationship and the importance of the marriage, a huge disrespect factor. And that tells me that, you know what, your own hurt your own, and I get it. You know, I'm very compassionate, but that tells me that you are putting yourself ahead of the relationship and the marriage as a whole, and when you start doing that, you know, once in a while we do it. It's part of human nature, like I said, but when you're doing that most of the time or often, you know what? It'll You're in a world of hurt, and I try to get couples back on task to the element, not only what's important to each one of them as an individual, but also the importance of the relationship and the state of the marriage and getting back what is going on in the the marriage to get you both feeling like you both are best friends again and lovers, that that is that is what is most important. Everything else is secondary, okay? And that's what, you know, I strive to do. I strive to get people looking back at those elements big time, you know, and I tell people, I want you closer than you ever been before. Emotionally, physically, no walking on eggshells, no, you know, I don't, you know, no taboo topics anymore when maybe you're afraid to bring up stuff when you're younger or when you first start dating and i want those elements i want them to decrease and stop and get more closer not to get the relationship better and i think the main focus here in the state of marriage nowadays in america is looking at the importance of it that this is important you know i want this hopefully forever and i i say it's different in abusive situations, or if you have someone that's chronically cheating all the time, um, you know, and you throw addictions and everything else out there as well, that throw a huge, huge twist into those elements, whatever. And, you know, I think the the state of marriages now is, you know, the importance of it. Maybe it is selfishness, you know, when it comes down to it. Um, Princess Fu mentioned about the instant gratification aspects, and if I don't constantly have instant gratification, peace out, I'm looking for it elsewhere, when you could have a dynamic, very close, very an awesome relationship in it, and then you go ahead and you ruin it. You peace out, and then you look back, whatever. Then you realize another relationship, another marriage. You know what? I'm happy at first, and then you're like, uh, right? Peace out. And we talked about sort of parts of this element last week about love addiction. And, you know, you're always looking at the high and always want the good. I mean, we all want the good. Who doesn't? We all want that in love feeling. But when it sort of skips a beat, whatever, you start looking at, okay, I'm miserable. I'm, I'm looking for somebody else to make me happy. Maybe it's the society pull, uh, the fast pace that we live in nowadays in America with social media, uh, the media as a whole, and that covers everything from TV, uh, radio, movies, magazines, you know, online, you know, blogs, everything else, and I want to get couples back to the importance of the relationship and try everything possible to make it stronger, to make it more connected, more happy, and getting... The state of marriages back to those concepts where, you know, the important elements, not a fantasy realm, a realistic view on those aspects that you're there for each other and you don't lose respect, you know, for that marriage. You don't lose respect for the relationship, okay? And uh, I am going to say goodnight. For the evening, I know it's sort of an abbreviated show, only an hour and fifteen minutes, but I want everybody to have a good night, everybody be safe out there again. you know, deepest wishes to people of Brussels and loved ones around the world that have lost loved ones over there in Brussels too. okay remember, look at what are you doing to make your marriage important? Not only to you, but to your partner and as a whole, as a relationship as a whole. What are you doing to have the state of your marriage and the state of your relationship that that is the most importance to you, okay? Look at that. Work on it, okay, people, and try to work on have a healthy, happy, connected relationship even more deeper than you ever thought possible. And I also try to do that. Again, my book sees That Total Connection, Achieving the Emotional and Sexual Relationship You Crave. It's available on amazon.com. You can also, there's links on my website to the both paperback and ebook version on my website as well, theartofrelationships.com. Make sure you like and follow me on Facebook as well. This is Greg Dazinski This is the Art of Relationships radio show, and I will be back next week. Peace out, everybody. Happy Hump Night. Much love. Much peace to everybody out there. Take care. If you're looking for that unique, cool fashion statement, check out Shoes by Shea on Facebook. She has uh, hand-painted, hand-designed canvas shoes for you, your loved one. It's an inspirational piece unique to your own taste. Check out Shoes by Shea on Facebook. Again, that's Shoes by Shea You're on listening Facebook. listening
2: to the Art of Relationships radio show.
1: Now that's a parking spot.
2: Introducing the I may have underestimated the size of my car policy with accident forgiveness from American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote. Find an agent. Visit AmFam.com.
0: Optional policy features not included in base policies. Review policy
1: for coverages and exclusions. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, SI, and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.